This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Did you trust... Your partner, when they had like a bachelor, bachelorette, bachelorette party, because she's not 100% sure, and here's her reason of why. It's time for a new group therapy on this Monday. Jess, what is this? Listeners reach out to us when they're going through something in their life, and sometimes you just kind of need an outside perspective, so Kramer and I do our best to give advice, and then we also turn to you so you can help out your neighbor, too. If you ever want to be on this segment, you can email me, Kramer at Mix1065Baltimore.com. Hey, Rachel from Columbia. Good morning. Good morning. So what's happening? I think I need to be there for my uh, fiance's bachelor party so nothing goes wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, first off, congratulations. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations are, are due here. Yeah, I do first feel of like. all, before we go on any yeah. further, like, congratulations to you guys. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, maybe this sounds crazy, but it's Maybe I sound overbearing, but he's telling me that he wants to go over to Ocean City for his bachelor party. Okay. Mm-hmm. With some of his friends. And when I heard that, like right away, it made me feel uncomfortable because I know his friends. And two out of his three friends are just trouble. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that kind of gets influenced easily. Mm-hmm. And I know the type of behavior his friends do. And I just feel like they're going to be a bad influence on him. Well, are you going to like go? Are you trying to like go and do these things with them? Like, you want to go yeah, to Ocean your... City with them? Like, what exactly do you plan on doing? You know, like, I don't want to actually go to the the bachelor party with him, but to at least be in the vicinity, get a hotel in that area, you know, just in case somebody needs to be picked up. I just want to make sure I'm there because, like, Ocean City is, like, two and a half hours away. Well, here's a, is it maybe a dumb question, but do, do you trust your husband or your fiancé? It's just his friends that I don't trust. Mm-hmm. And something did happen, like, over a decade ago. He actually got a DUI back then. And I don't want that happening again. Well, I mean, well, We're, of course not, but... Have y'all been together that long? No, we've only been together for about two and a half years, but he told me that story, and I've never forgot it. Mm. I mean, yeah, but, like, I wouldn't want to be judged on the actions I was doing ten years ago. <laughs> I mean, true. for real. Like, I'm a completely different person. And, I, I mean, I don't... I don't know. So you're, so you're questioning, should I just go and be nearby... In case anything happens, and you swear to us, you're not gonna like spy. You're not. Are you not gonna like be doing check-ins with him? Because I think that's my biggest fear. Is like because if you're there, 
if you're just like, if you're hanging around in the area or you're like checking in with him so much that he can't even have fun because he's too worried about the fact that you're keeping tabs on him when he should be enjoying his bachelor party with his buddies. I mean, that's not something I would try to do. Um, I just want to feel like more comfortable being in the area just in case something happens. Okay. 410-583-1065. Let's get the phone calls going. Rachel says, I feel like I should be nearby Mm -hmm. my fiance's bachelor party in Ocean City just in case I'm needed. Bad idea, good idea. Jess? Rachel, I don't think you should do it. I understand your concern of wanting to be there just in case something happens, but your fiance is a grown man, and if he's going to do something dumb, he's going to do something dumb. And, like, you can't always take on that role and that anxiety for the rest of your marriage either. I think, yeah, you don't trust his friends, but at the end of the day, you have to trust your soon-to-be husband to make those decisions mm-hmm. I don't because think it's, can... it comes down to him no matter what. I don't think we can hold a DUI that many years ago over his head. But to play devil's advocate here, would it really even interfere? You know what I mean? Like, she's not going to be there. She's not going to show up. And if it'll ease her anxiety, just devil's advocate, mm-hmm. if it'll ease her anxiety, does it really matter where she is that night? Probably not. Okay, Sierra from Crumpton, thank you for holding. What do you think? I mean, does this sound like a good idea so at least she just can, like, rest her anxieties for the night and if something does happen, at least she's there? That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. (laughs) Wow, that's that's, that's bad then. Uh, He does not trust him, and if I was him, I would would run as fast as I could. He's going to live with that the rest of his life. So you don't... He goes to the store and Uh ducks him back in time or... Okay. Okay, so you think this may just be excuse number one, but this could also lead to, like, him not being able to do anything by himself for the rest of time? Yes. Do you think, though, that the DUI, she can still be concerned this many years later? Because, obviously, like, you know, it did happen in the past. No, because if his buddies are taking him and they're, they're driving place to place, you know, it doesn't mean he's necessarily going to be driving all the time. If you're going to, uh, where did you say, Atlantic City? Ocean, Ocean City, City, yeah. You know, there's strips there, and that's probably the big deal with all the strip clubs and this, that, and the other. And uh-huh. they're all on the strip, and they're really not driving a whole lot. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, I see that. All right, good. The hotels are right there on the boardwalk. Sure. I've been there. Right. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate that. Certainly. Have a nice day. You too. 410-583-1065. Hey, Emma from Bel Air. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. So, I mean, do you think she should end up going on her fiance's bachelor party? I got to be honest. I don't, I've never called into a radio station before, but when I heard this story, I had to call in because I had a a run-in with my husband when my husband went on his bachelor, you know, party and his friends are a terrible influence and they egged him on to cheat on me and he did. And so I think... Wait, what? Yeah. They're a terrible influence. You get guys together, you get alcohol involved, and it's just bad news bears from the beginning. What do you Wait, mean? Are you, guys, are you guys still together? So your you're now husband cheated on you when before you guys yeah, got married? I didn't find out about it until after we actually got married, and it was a really big problem for us. It took us a really long time to work through that, and that's not the way you want to start a marriage. What do you, you mean know? they so. made him cheat on you? I'm sorry. I don't understand that. They, they're they a terrible group of friends. He doesn't hang out with them anymore because once I found out about that, I was done with them. I mean, they egged him on. I don't really know all the details, but I know my husband, and he wouldn't have done that unless his friends... Wow, okay. Okay, so then, really, like, you know, 
you so your advice then for someone that's been in a similar spot what do you what do you think she should do don't even ask permission don't even tell him she just needs to be nearby and keep an eye out because it's not worth starting your marriage off on the wrong foot you know just wow. for a night of drinking and bad decision making hey shelby what do you think about this i mean should she go and just she'd say i'm not gonna spy i'm just gonna be near in case something happens near the area uh- I know, but that's still weird. Would you want him to come to your bedroom, like party, and just be there, just to be there, just in case? That's why you have friends. Yeah. And if they're not a good group of friends, you have to separate from them. You know, I, I agree, but what do you think? What if you can't trust your partner's friends? I mean, that's what it sounds like. We had another caller that called her a couple minutes ago, too, obviously. I heard her. Yeah. And that, that, that was a red flag because if your husband loved you before that situation occurred, it doesn't matter how much peer pressure, because that's what that is. It would not have made a difference. That's a red flag in itself. Totally. So, so you're, you're thinking, like, if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't care if you're nearby, if you're not. If you don't trust them enough to go, like, to not be nearby, then you don't trust them enough, period. Ever. Yes, that's, that is just, uh, the whole situation is weird. I feel like the lady that called before me, I think that she she's a great woman. She's a great woman because that, that wouldn't have flew. And <laughs> yeah. You, you, would, you wouldn't have put up with it? No, not at all, because <laughs> friends are no friends. You have your own mind, your own conscience. You knew that what you were doing in the moment, drunk or inebriated, whatever, exactly. that you were doing the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. You knew that was not me. So Why? what that would you say it. then? So what do you say? Like, obviously, if she's feeling this way, I mean, should they just not even get married? It's not even not even getting married. You give him as much trust as you can. And if he breaks it, then you know that's a conversation y'all have to have after that day, after the bachelor party, because that's something you cannot predict. You can't just assume that he's going to be at his worst. What if he's trying to be good because he knows the situation? He knows how you feel. Uh-huh. Jess, how you feel about that? Well, no, I think it's true. It's like you're not even giving him a chance to, like, prove anything to you. And again, no, I just don't you think... Just, you just want to be there exactly. watching waiting, waiting for something to happen. You didn't even give him a chance. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's just not... You can't be... You can't be there to save the day every single time. Like, he's a grown yeah. man. Yeah, every time he goes Definitely. out to the bar, you can feel the same way. Yeah, yeah no. I see it. I feel it. Okay. Thank you for calling us. Of course. See you guys later. Have a good day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. And we have Cassidy from Elkridge on. Hi, Cassidy. 
Hey, guys. How's it going? Good morning. We're good. How are you? I am so good. Good. What's going on? I have figured exactly why you're single. <laughs> oh, God. What? Uh, should, should, I, should I brace myself for this? Uh, okay, why? I think that the reason that you're still single is because you've been single for four years. Mm. And you keep telling everyone on the air that you've been single for four years. And if I'm the guy that's been single for four years, I like that's an immediate red flag for me. It's too long. You think because... He's sharing the amount of time he's been single that that's like alarming women? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> like, it's oh, too long. wow. Okay, to be fair, I'm not a 40-year-old virgin. Just want to make sure that's clear. But you'll be um, 40 next year. Thank you, Jessica. Um, <laughs> I Okay, so backstory, if you're new to our show, I, yes... Actually, as of this week, as of the 30th, I will have been single now for four, four years. years. Yes. Wow, we're four years. That's crazy. So I was married, and uh, my wife didn't want to be married and didn't tell me. Right. Uh, just went ahead and decided to do unmarried things, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you will. And, uh, a little yeah, confusion there. A little confusion of monogamy. A missed email, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I talk pretty openly about my dating life. And honestly, since... God, since I've been in Maryland now for close to two years, I've had maybe... Maybe like a month run, two max, but nothing that's like super, super being successful. So you think it's... The only reasons that you're single that long are if you're still hung up on the person that you're with or if you like don't ever want to commit to anyone. What do you think about that? Well, first off, to be clear, I'm not. I mean, I really don't feel like I am not... Uh, over my ex-wife. Like, that part's good, done, for real. Like, I don't have any concern of that being a thing. Mm-hmm. Commit, I just don't feel like I found the right person yet. But okay. I do think as you get more removed, more single, yeah, uh, you get used to being single, so it kind of becomes a norm to be single. That's the 40-year-old version of that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, like, it just gets pushed and pushed and pushed, and then you're like, oh, well. Damn. I guess this is how it is. Is okay, Jess, hearing this, is it a red flag mm-hmm. if a guy has been single for too long in your mind? Like initially I didn't, but now that she's bringing up those points, maybe if you've been single for 4 years, it can make her feel like you don't want something serious. You know what I mean? So you're saying though that 4 years and you're like, "Well, what does this guy not know what he wants? Like is there something wrong?" Like I just never thought about it before. I just thought you were doing your thing, but until but when she brings up this point, I can now understand maybe if that's how you're making people feel possibly if you're like casually dating. Can we get some single women on the phone? This sounds like I'm trying to solicit for something, but no, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. Like if you hear, okay, a guy's been single, like we sit down at dinner, you're like, "Hey, so how long you been single?" I say 4 years. Is that an instant turnoff? I'm kind of curious what women would say about this. Hey, Teresa in Catonsville, good morning. Good morning. Is it a turnoff if a guy has been single for too long? I don't think so. I'd be more concerned about somebody who can't exist without being in a relationship. Boom. How about um, that? You know, there's nothing wrong with taking time for yourself to, you know, get over your last relationship. You know, find yourself again. I've been single for three years. Yes. You know, I'm a single mom. I had to take time for myself. I had to take time for my kids. I've dated on and off, Mm -hmm. but you don't find the person that's worth committing to, you know, you're doing yourself and them a disservice. Mm -hmm. 
I could not have said it better. I don't think there's anything I could add to that statement to make it more than how I feel. Of I just, I'm, I'll be like, when I find them, I'll find them, right? Right. But <laughs> I guess my fear now is I'm not going to have a hard time finding them because <laughs> they're like, what? Four years. What's wrong with you? 410-583-1065. Is it a turn off if a guy has been single for too long? Hello, Savannah from Westminster. Good morning. Good morning. You find out a guy's been single for four years. Is that a turn off? Yes, just because every time I've dated a guy that was single for that long previously, mm-hmm. it did not end well. Okay, and why do you think being single for four years is a red flag for a man? Because there's always a reason why that they were single for that long. Like, I mean, if you're working all the time and you're really dedicated to your career, then that's one thing. But it's also like, do you even have time for me? Okay. You know? So you take it all. You're going to personalize it all of like, well, if everyone else hasn't worked out in four years, why would I be different? So what were the red flags? What were the red flags in your previous relationships who, you know, if they were single for four years, what were their kind of thumbs down, I guess. Well, I started dating this guy and like two weeks in, he always wanted me to come to his house like every day. Like he constantly wanted me there. Like he was really controlling. So I'm not saying that you would be, but it's like, Every time I've done it, it's just like within a couple weeks, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why you're single. Wow. Okay. So you're saying if a guy has been single for X amount of time, there must be a reason and it must be a red flag. Yes. And that ended terribly. So... Jeez. I mean, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll uh, omit that information. So, so what should Kramer? <laughs> right, so, so what should Kramer do? Like, what? He, what could he? So let's say it's you and Kramer on a date, and he says, "I've been I'm single for four I'm years." I'm not saying that no more. What can he say to make you feel confident in moving forward? I mean, I would just explain that, like, he just moved to Maryland two years ago. Like, he had a big life change. He works on the radio, so like, he's dedicated a lot to work. I would just kind of make it clear that, like, you've been doing stuff and you're not just, like, sitting around waiting for a girl and that you've been dating so many girls and just hasn't worked out. Okay. I would just say that he's been dedicated to his life. Dedicated to my life, Jessica. And okay. That, and, and that should be respected. Right. <laughs> Thank you for calling us. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Hey, Lisa in Hunt Valley. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Four years. Is that like a red flag of singledom? I think it depends if he's actually spending time the four years for himself or if he's spending four years of being an F-boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If he's he's in these streets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I think it depends. Like if he's just roaming the street and... For four years, like, he's just obviously playing women, and they're, he's going probably going to obtain characteristics that is not what I'm looking for in a boyfriend or a husband. Yeah. So, so do you think when I sit down, I should be like, hey, listen, I've been, I've been single for, six, for four years now, but I'm not an F-boy. Hmm? I wouldn't say it like that. Okay. Yeah, because then you're automatically say... an F-boy. <laughs> if you claim yeah, you're not so one, then you're obviously one. You're giving okay. me F-boy okay. vibes. Very confusing. Very yeah. confusing. Right. Okay. Maybe explain, like, uh-huh. I don't know. I feel like the people that I've interacted with, if they're like, oh, I've been single for four years because, I don't know, like, explain what you've been doing, but not make make it a subtle, like, I've been working really hard or, To do this know. or that. I've been moving. I've been doing this. I've been COVID. 
riveting. Yeah, I've been, I've been you doing know. this, this, but like make it a subtle. Okay, so don't make like, so make, make the baggage subtle, like subtle like in a low baggage. in a low key way, low key sharing yeah. your baggage. Like okay, people can always grow within another relationship, but yeah. And everyone um, has baggage. Yes, yeah, low-key baggage. Okay. If we've learned anything today, it's just share your baggage, but low-key. I think that's that's vital. Yeah, low-key. So, actually, I think that we've, like, legitimately found the reason why you're single, and I think this is what we need to be discussing on the air today. Okay. Um, Ashley and Oz from Baltimore City, you guys brought up something that I honestly think is more important than anything that's been said on the air today. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So, what's, what's your theory of why I'm single? It has nothing to do with me being... Um, Single for four years? This is my eight-year-old theory. He's going to tell you. Okay, tell me. I think you're single because you don't watch good movies that you should watch, like Harry Potter and other movies like that. (laughs) Absolutely. Seriously. And this is what I've been trying to tell him for years, and he doesn't understand, Oz. You said Harry Potter. We listen to you guys every morning, so we get to hear all about your your likes and dislikes. His theory is that you need to listen, you need to watch more uh, interesting movies. Yeah, apparently I'm picking the wrong movies. Oz, do you think that I would get a girlfriend if I started watching Harry Potter movies? I think so. You think that would be that'd be the key? Yes. Yes. Okay. If Oz says so, then I'm gonna have to take it as truth. Thank you, guys. Let's figure out if Jess is overanalyzing a comment that her boyfriend's mom made about her. Now, I don't know this story. I don't. I, I said wait till we go on the air because I'm really mm-hmm. curious how this whole thing went down. So yesterday, Garage Boy comes up to me and tells me that after getting off of the phone with his mom, his mom asked him if I don't like it when she buys me gifts. And I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, he, she she wanted me, he, she was asking me if like, you don't like it when she does that for you. And I immediately got insecure because I'm like, what have I done? Have I said anything? You know, and when she has gotten me stuff, like when we went to Alaska, she was so gracious and so kind and she would buy me random things. And every time I'd be like, are you sure? Like, you don't have to do that. You and what know? kind of stuff are we talking? We said buy you gifts. Like, like an expensive it- jacket, an expensive purse, an expensive backpack. Like, all of these types of, like, really... When you say expensive, give me a dollar amount just so we have an idea. It was like a talking. coach backpack. So, like, I don't, I mean, I, see, bucks well, that's maybe? the thing. I don't even know what that costs because I don't got that kind of money. And yeah. I don't shop like that. I've never shopped like that. I've never grown up having brand, like, name brand things. So, she just tells wife. So, when she, when she would do that for me, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I, and I've never been, like, I've always been taught, like, you don't ask. You know what I mean? So, I think I wasn't sure if she was taking me being uncomfortable as that. But then I was thinking about it and I'm like, did she ask him that because she hasn't seen any pictures of me with any of the things that she's gotten me? So out of nowhere, this comment comes out. No, they're not talking about gifts at all. This comes out of nowhere. Less field, like at like they're you know catching up, blah blah blah. And she's like, does Jessica not like it when I buy her things? Because I have been like racking my brain about this ever since he said this to me yesterday. I'm like, have I been disrespectful? Have I done this? And then I was like, wait a minute, is it because like she hasn't seen me in anything? So now she's assuming that like. I don't like any of it. And then I'm like, is this going to be one of those situations where like when your in-laws get you something, they get you a painting, they get you something, they get you a chair, you better put it out whether you use it or not, because if it's not out, then they're going to get upset. You know what I'm saying? Moment of honesty between us friends here. Do you like the stuff that she gets you? Yes. All of it? Yeah. Okay. So it's not that we can take that off the table. Yeah. Okay. So why is it not in pictures then? 
Well, because the only thing that I know that she follows me on would be Facebook. Yeah. And I don't I don't post on there like I do on Instagram. <sighs> like, I don't. Yeah. I, I'm rarely. It's just not something I use, you know? Right. And I'm just wondering if maybe she's, like, been, like, looking at things that we've done. And she's like, I don't see the purse. I don't see the jacket. And am I being disrespectful? Or, like, is that something I need to do? Okay, could be that. Could also be the fact, have you done anything to show your appreciation for these gifts? Like, oh, have you, have yeah. you sent her like a thank you letter or a text or anything like, because maybe because of her love language, maybe like a words of affirmation. She just maybe yeah. wants to receive yeah. some type of something. I'd even think about sending like a thank you letter, but like, or, or a thank you note or anything. But like when she's, anytime she's ever done that or anytime she's ever sent us anything, I'm just like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like you did not have to do like, like the, I'm like annoying about it. Like the rest of the day. Girl, you know if, what I mean? If you're over here, let me tell you this right now. If you're over here getting coach bags, <laughs> like it ain't nothing, you better turn up whatever she needs. Well, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> you better you better put one one big picture that anything she's ever bought you on the main feed, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Today in dog news, going to take a look at our canine friends, Jessica. Aww. A lot of radio shows don't take time to stop down and talk about dogs, but we do. Yes. I love dogs. God, they're my favorite. I don't think there's another creature on this planet that I enjoy spending time with more than a dog. They just make me smile, you know? Yeah. I've got a uh, almost 14-year-old chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Her name is Kiki. Still kicking, by the way. We weren't sure a couple weeks ago if she was, but she is. Doing okay. She's doing all right. So, I, I don't know. Dogs bring me smiles. Hope they bring you smiles as well. Our dog news today actually comes out of our neighbors to the west, Virginia. There's a school over there. It's St. Michael's Episcopal. It's over in Richmond. And they had this idea, a class project, that they were going to take under their wing 24 animals from a local animal shelter. Aww. And what they wanted to do was meet, like, a couple of the kids, meet a pet, and then write a letter from the pet's firsthand experience kind of telling their story. Wow, that's really sweet. Instead of, like, reading a, you know, like, here's... here's like a bio. Here's like Chewy. a generic He's bio. 26. Right, right. He's or whatever. Um... Instead, they were going to write it as the dog mm-hmm. and also color a picture. These things turned out so cute. Listen. Hi, my name is Cody. I would love to be adopted. I want a loving, caring family with a big fenced-in yard. Please be my owner. Hello, my name is Missy. I like fenced-in yards and wide spaces. I like to <laughs> eat treats. I love to run, and I'm very gentle. I want to be adopted. Will you adopt me? Isn't oh my that, God. <laughs> that's so cute. Tell me that's not a million times cuter. Now, I've worked with animal shelters for years now. That's so sweet. And, like, to read, yeah, to read, like, a little bio card is one thing. But, like, when you're seeing it from, especially with a kid's handwriting. Yeah. With these stories. So, they did this a couple of weeks ago. Awesome news report as of this morning is that 20 of the 24 pets mm. that they did this for have been adopted so Yay. far. Who is ready for a big concert announcement? Me. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> um, 
because we do have a very big concert to announce. And if you've lived in Maryland for a long time, listen to Mix 1065, you may know what's happening. Yes. COVID, it had to go away, but it's been quite the tradition on this radio station for every December for us to present to you the Deck the Hall Ball. Woo! Yeah. And it I'm feels, so excited. It feels good being like post-COVID and be able to do this again, right? Yeah. This is a holiday show that we the station's put on now for years and years and years. It'll be our first one, though. Mm-hmm. And I think our lineup for this performance is going to be very exciting. Jessica, introducing our lineup for Hall Ball 2022. One Republic, the band Camino, Andy Grammer, and also we're going to get an acoustic open from Dermot Kennedy. Yeah, man. This is all going down Friday, December 9th at the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena in Catonsville, the UMBC Event Center, and we could not be more excited. Yeah, I can't believe, first of all, we're talking about the holidays already, but it's going to be here before you know it. So December the 9th, December the 9th is when uh, when the show goes down. How well do you know your neighbors? Jess actually, I think, brings up a really valid point. What show are you watching? Um, It is called Only Murders in the Building. It's on Hulu with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And it's actually really, really good, by the way, mm-hmm. if you've been kind of hesitant to give it a chance. It's a pretty cool series. And basically, they live in this building, and someone gets murdered in the building. And when I'm watching the show, like, they all know each other. When they all got together to discuss everything, like, everyone knows each other, and they've known each other for years. And I'm like, crap. (laughs) Um, If I was in this situation, I would be kind of screwed because I don't know anyone. And I, honestly, we've been here for, what, almost two years? Less than five times have I seen another human being on my floor. Yes. Like, Jess, on my actual floor. Jess lives in an apartment. I live in an apartment. Uh, so, but, like, even, like, your neighbors, like, right directly next door to your unit. Nothing? No contact? No one. Wow. We're also, like, super spaced out. Yeah. But it also made... One time I was talking to my boyfriend, Garage Boy, and I'm like, is it weird that we that we never see anyone? Like, we rarely ever are on the elevator with someone else. Like, it's almost... We just... We don't see anybody. Kind of it, eerie. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is this a simulation? I'm like, right. <laughs> like, why haven't I seen anyone? I'm just saying. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. It's weird. I, I, but I was thinking about the same thing, too. So, you know, I, I live in a condo as well, and so I only know the neighbors that live right above me. And the only reason I know them, other than like, hey, how you doings? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. in crossing. Yeah, like how's that weather? Huh? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like small talk in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I I don't know anybody. And the only reason I know the neighbor above me is because they f- like forcefully introduce themselves to me. But even with you, though, everyone has to go in one way and walk out yeah. one way, right? So at least you like have a lobby where you like er- see people consistently. You would think. We don't. I, I couldn't tell you any of their names. Mm-hmm. Even the people that above me that I have a quote-unquote relationship with, I don't know their names. Yeah. I have no idea. Even when I owned my house back in California, you know, I mean, I lived there for three years and... <sighs> I could tell you their names, mm-hmm. but not much more than that. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a me and you thing, because I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. Now, back in the day, you knew everybody. Like, I could tell you everybody up and down my street, mm-hmm. you know? I was friends with their kids, and maybe that could be the difference, because we don't have kids. Justin have kids, and I don't have kids, right? So, that could be because we don't have kids, but I could, I mean, literally, my neighbors to the left of me growing up were my godparents. Mm-hmm. 
my neighbors across the street were some of my best friends. Yeah. You know? We knew all of our neighbors in my neighborhood, and I also knew all the neighbors in my grandparents' neighborhood. And, like, both of my grandparents' neighborhoods separately. Like, everybody. Is this a you and me thing, or you think this is an every... Are times just changing? Is it more difficult, too, like, in apartment complexes? Because it's also, like, not... I feel like I would be more inclined to, like, go to a home next door... Because it just feels more open. Like, sure. in the apartment complex building, all the doors look the same. And, like, no one has stuff on their door. Like, no one has, like, doormats. You know? And so, it just doesn't kinda, look everyone's very... mobile. Like, right. no one's sitting been there for years and years and years. Yeah. Let's take a really quick 6 o'clock club poll. How well do you know your neighbors? And how long have you lived there? Because I'm curious if it's just Jess and I that feel disconnected from our neighbors. Or is it because we are so... We have so many more forms of communication that the art of meeting your neighbor and having a relationship with them has that been lost over time there's no etiquette to texting there's no book of how to do it right or wrong but no, according, it's a free for all honestly according to jess though there is definitely a way to do it wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and apparently i'm doing it yes what's the issue uh, something that upsets me so much that Kramer does when it comes to texting is instead of sending a message that has all the information of what he wants or what he needs or what he has to say, he sends a text, like a, a quote-unquote greeting text that'll say, yo, or a, <laughs> or hey. And I'm like, what do you need from me? Like, what is it? Like, what can I help you with? And, uh-huh. and so he'll send that text. And if I don't see it right away, that text could have been sent like 24 minutes ago. And he won't say anything after mm. that. So he just sends the, the initial text. <laughs> it's so annoying. And I'm like, what? What's happening? Like, just so tell me what's going I, on. With my with my close friends, which I consider Jess to be one, mm-hmm. I, I put, I will send a opener text. Of like, hey, it's a little pleasantries. Hey, how you doing? For what? You know, hi. Because then I know I've like we're, we're here to like engage in a conversation. I'm pretty much around my phone all the time, right? Uh-huh. So what I don't want is I don't want to like just send you a text and then like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel pleasant. Like when you answer your what phone. Are you ta- texting like, isn't pleasant. Let's say when you call me, okay? When you call me. You're not just like, hey, I need to know what exactly what you're doing tonight because I don't really know what the plan is. Blah, 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 blah. No, you start with a pleasantry, right? Like, so if I were to call you right now, Jess, the first thing you would say is what? Hello. Okay. And, and I, then you would be like, hey, can you? No. Da, 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 no. Da, da, da. That's yes, not, huh? No. Okay, because here's my thing. The reason why people text is because it gets straight to the point because they don't want a phone call because I think a phone call is more intimate where you can actually have a conversation. So Agreed. for me, I'm like, if you're going to text me, just give me the meat and potatoes right away so I'm not wondering if so this you, is an emergency, like something bad. That's my thing. I don't like to know. I don't, I don't like to be waiting if this is a good or a bad test. So you get worried when I just say, hey. Exactly. Of like, what's going to come next? Because I have no way of knowing if this is going to be pleasant or not because (laughs) honestly, both have happened and it frustrates me. You want the whole thing all at once. Yes. Okay. How do you feel about that? Are you a texter that would put a pleasantry first or do you put everything out there? Like, or do you just like, here's everything, exactly what I need to uh-huh. need? Because I think I have friends that do it both ways. Friends do it like me, like, hey, what's up? And you kind of go back and forth and then you get to the point. Right. Or there's people that will send one text. For no reason. Or, or like, hey, can I ask you a question? I'm like, just ask me the question. <laughs> just get to it. What do you want from me? <laughs> um, or how about this? How about this text etiquette rule? How does this make you feel? Mm. Do you like people that send one long text mm-hmm. or do you like people that break their thoughts down into sentences? That's what you do. You're like, hey. Um, anyways, la 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 for example, <laughs> like, that's, that's the next thing that I'll do. So let's just say that I'm like, okay, so I'll start with hey, right? Or yo. Hey, yo, mm-hmm. whatever. And then they'll respond. I'll be like, quick question. 
Next text. What are you doing on June 13th? Exactly. Next text. Why? I really want to go see this concert. Next text. Do you want to go see it? Question mark. Because to me, I read so much easier that way. Oh, like so it's if, for you. If you send me that, a This all long, makes sense. So this is all for you. I promise you, sometimes I'll look down at a text message and I'll be like, I don't have time to read that right now. That's so if it's selfish. Like, if it's like four, more than four lines. You're the problem. I'll literally look at that and be like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now. No, I'm not, one and done, baby. Just let me know it, what's up. If you break it down into separate text, Ugh. so it's not just one long text, No, I promise you I'll respond so much faster. So your person, you'll just send one long thought. You won't break up your thoughts into separate like lines of text. 100%. Wow. Which one do you fall into? <laughs> Hi, Ren from Glen Burnie. Good morning. Good morning. Ren, the opener text. It's nice. It's polite, right? It's annoying. It's, it's wasting my time. <laughs> See, I go both ways because I have my mom who will text me like you and it's, hey, and then like a minute later, what are you doing? Meanwhile, <laughs> get to the point. How, yes. how, how, wait, how old is your mother, by the way? Uh, my mother is sixty three. Okay, sixty three years old. Okay, uh, so so she right. So she's sending bitmojis and everything. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so she she'll do it that way. Does that drive you crazy when she starts with the pleasantry texts? Kind of. She's like, okay, mom. I she'll text me in the middle of the day when I'm at work, and I'm mm-hmm. like, get to the point. I I need the short and sweet. My husband's the same way. If it's gonna be more than like four sentences in a text, he's like, just pick up the phone and call me. Yes. It's so much easier to get the information across, and that way you can have the conversation if you need a back and forth. Mm-hmm. But don't you if love it when your friends... Me, hey, I've got a concert. You can go in a short text. You can go, hey, concert, June 12th. Do you want to go? Perfect. I just feel like it loses the personal aspect of it. Like, no. I'm talking to my friends it's here. Personal. It's like, yeah. personal. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to but explain to us- him because for me, it's like, it's either going to be good or bad and I don't want a hey or a yo or a what's up. Like, just tell me what's going on. Tell me what you need. Or if you want the personal interaction, you should just call me because I feel like texting within itself is the least personal thing on the planet. Hey, John from Baltimore. Good morning. Hey, Kramer. What do you think? I mean, is it is it is it a, a welcome text? Do you have to set the table, set the pleasantries first? Or or should you just send everything in one text and cut through the you know what? <laughs> yeah, you just cut through the you know what. I have a three text limit okay. with somebody. If it's more than three texts, then you need to call me. So you mean yes, back and forth. Yes. You mean you mean if it needs more than a back and forth exchange. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Now, why? Why not? Why not? Who cares if it takes five texts to get to the point? Who cares? Tell them why, John. Because if it's that important, then it it needs to be a phone call. Absolutely. Wow. You and I are wired the same because I would rather talk to somebody on the phone. You know, one, I think it's more convenient. And two, I think, like, texting is just so annoying to me that I agree with you. I don't want to be like, like, text one, text two, text three. It's like, just talk to me. Right, and then the text message, you can mean it one way, and they can take it the other, take it a totally different way. Absolutely. I don't know. I'll, I'll be down with pleasantries for life, baby. Pleasantries for life. It's not a pleasantry. You know? It's like, unnecessary. Like, set it up. Be nice to people. Damn. No, it's more of a fee. Are you at the age yet where you have to start parenting your parent? Because it's a really weird transition. I'm going through it right now. I I love my mother. She's my favorite person on the face of the earth, right? And I'm slowly starting to see some of her judgment go, her judgmental skills as she's getting older. She's 69. And just this year alone, so in five months, she's had to cancel 
three credit cards due to some type of online scam oh, no. that she's fallen for. And it got really bad this week because I'm going to literally read you this email that she got. Okay. And I'll tell you what she ended up falling for. Should we post a picture of it on our story? Yeah, we can. So you can kind of see. To me, this seems... That's why I wanted to run it by you to see if this just seems so blatantly scammy to you guys. Yeah. That, like anybody would be able to say, hey, I know this is a scam. Mm-hmm. I need to steer clear from this. Mm-hmm. It's an email. The title is, welcome to your survey. All one word. Welcome to your survey. 95906. Okay. Would you even clicked on that? Would you even clicked on that email? No. I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I wouldn't either. I don't know. Like, what the I, hell? Why I, is it I one word? I need to word? see what it looks like. Can you send it to me? Yeah, I'll send it to you right now. Okay. Um, so, it starts there. Now, this email, so maybe you would have made it past that part. Yeah. Let's keep going. The sender of this email, the email address, it's from the name UPS underscore feedback, which, okay. But the email address, y'all, is like a bunch of letters and then 349 at gmail.com. So, now it's coming from a Gmail account. To me, this is like red flag number two. Okay. And then literally says your email's been selected. Dear UPS customer, you've been selected to get an exclusive reward. To qualify, simply complete this 30-second marketing survey with you, uh, about your shopping experience. Shopping experience? Click here to start, but it's a limited time offer, and it's got a clock that ticks down. Okay. 34 minutes left, so you better hurry if you want to do this. To me, this is like blatant online scam. Right? Like it's what? just a survey. So I'm sure she's like, okay, I'll answer a few questions. So she goes through, y'all. She takes this survey at the end of the survey. And the survey looks fairly legitimate. Okay. It's like 15 questions. And the questions are, like, how was your experience? Did you know about this feature? Did you know? And it seems legitimate. At the end, it gave you like, it's like, hey, congratulations. Now there's five items that you can choose from. And all you have to do is pay shipping and handling and we'll ship them to you. And I'm like... That's red flag number 58 at this point. Like, yeah. Why would they charge you? So my mom has been wanting some AirPods, and oh. she saw that there were AirPods on there, mm-hmm. and all she had to pay was $5.95. Well, she puts her credit card information in. No. What happens? Of course, they take her credit card information. I think they charged her like $200, so she had to go through and cancel her card, get it reversed. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's honestly, it's sad. Like, I'm getting to a point where it's like a little bit sad, but I don't know... What I can do. Did it look kind of legit, though? No. No? I don't think so. We'll post. Listen, will you take 20 seconds out of your day? Because maybe, because it's my mom, I'm more protective. Right. You know? I want to see it because I, I haven't seen it yet. Hit, hit us with a follow really quick at Kramer and Jess. At Kramer and Jess on Instagram. And I'll post a screenshot of this email because I'm curious if it would have... If you would have seen this and obviously been like, oh my God, that's a scam. Mm-hmm. Because maybe I'm too close to it because it is my mom. Hey, Caitlin, good morning. Hi, Kramer. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. I just wanted to call in and kind of just, you know, give you some information on that. I'm actually from the financial industry, so I'm really familiar with this aspect. And you know what? A lot of people, really, especially elderly people, they fall for all these scams. And, you know, I think it's a big part in the fact of which they're not as up to date and, you know, modern technology and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah but the good thing is is your mom has you to kind of help her and to kind of guide her and teach her through these things because all the a lot of the other elderly people who are scammed they don't have people to sit there and help them and kind of explain mm. to them like hey you know be careful this is the thing so you know your mom's not the only one 
my grandma herself, she got scammed with Amazon, and she doesn't even have an Amazon account. Oh, so no. wait, what was? How does she fall for Amazon? This is this. It kind of blows our minds as young people because we're like, wait, what? How do you fall for that? What was the Amazon scam? Do you remember? Yes, I do. So they called her and told her that, hey, you know, your Amazon account has been compromised. A couple people's other accounts have as well. You know, can you confirm the accounts you use with us? So that way we can make sure that it hasn't been compromised. And, well, because she doesn't have Amazon, she wasn't sure which account, so she gave them all of her account numbers. Oh and they had every single account she had. Ugh, oh, no. Makes me sick. But it, it makes me mad because people do this. It, it, they do this. And I just it, when it happens to somebody in your own family, it just leaves you with, like, the ickiest feeling ever. Yeah. You know? Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 